Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and pervs. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. So today is just a solo episode with me. I'm talking about my personal first-hand account with being a unicorn, aka a single woman and the swingers lifestyle. I'm going to talk about why any woman should consider it, my personal observations and thoughts, places to find swingers, what it's like to have a threesome and attend sex clubs and house parties, and finally, tips for women looking to be a unicorn. I also am starting a new bonus extended episode called After Hours where I get a lot more uncensored, a little bit steamy, and this is one of my Patreon tiers. So if you'd like to support the Slut Next Door, please visit Patreon and look up the Slut Next Door or I will include a Patreon link to this episode description. But one of my tiers includes a benefit of getting access to every After Hours episode. So that's one per week, four times a month of just, you know, Miss Beatrix being totally uncensored and steamy uh, after I record these episodes. So I hope you come on over and support uh, my podcast project here. So let's get into it, shall we? Swingers, unicorns. Well, first, let's do some defining. You know, what is a unicorn? So, and what is swinging? Swinging or swingers are people in a committed relationship, married or, you know, just in a serious relationship, and they have an open relationship. They allow others in the bedroom, and that can look, you know, different for each couple. A unicorn is a single woman in the swingers community that is often the third of a couple. So participating in threesomes with these couples and couples, they could have a full swap is what they call it. So that's like when the man and the woman swap partners. So it's like two couples come together and the wife sleeps with the other husband and vice versa. That's a full swap. And then you've got soft swaps, which are couples that are only okay with you know, kind of foreplay activities, oral, kissing, touching, um, not penetration. Um, And then you also hear the word lifestyle a lot um, in the swinger lifestyle. See, I just said it. Um, But a lot of times people just refer it to the lifestyle. But, you know, from my perspective, it's fascinating, really. My, one of my favorite things about being around swingers is they are just regular people with regular jobs. I'm talking like, you know, 
<laughs> owners of businesses, managers, teachers, nurses, whatever. They're just normal folks who like to get kinky on the weekends with their partner. And I find that fascinating, you know, just looking around and, you know, often at swinger events, people wear, especially women, they'll wear, you know, lingerie or costumes. So I love looking around and being like, you know, that's someone's mom or <laughs> that's someone's nurse earlier today, whatever it is. Um, it's just fascinating. And um, I will say usually swingers have a lot of clicks. So you kind of have like a, you know, local swinger community and there will be a lot of clicks because these people in a lot of communities, they've been like swinging together for years. So of course you're going to have those social clicks. Um, so that's one thing. If you've never been around that, you're going to see clicks. Um, but you know, a lot of clicks are very welcoming to others, especially the single woman. <laughs> but, um, yeah, swinging is, it's a lot of partying too, a lot of parties, a lot of get togethers, but then you also have swingers that are not into that. They're more just swingers at home. You know, they don't do the whole big crowd thing and that's cool too. Um, but yeah, and it's just people of all ages as well. Old couples, younger couples in their 20s, all shapes and sizes. I mean, you've got people that are absolutely drop-dead gorgeous as a couple. And then you have just regular-looking people. I mean, it's just a wide variety of people. So I wanted to give my story how I got wrapped up in the whole thing. Um, this was several years ago. I had just become single um, I hadn't been single in a very long time. So I set about on dating apps and was quickly, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just disappointed in dating. I was having a terrible time dating, just crappy single men, crappy experiences. I was so unhappy. I couldn't even have good sex. I mean, these guys, uh, I won't even get into that. They're not worth the time, but it was just like I wasn't even having good sex. And so I was on Bumble and I had come across a couple profiles in there before, but I always just, I didn't even give them the time of day. But I think on this particular day, I was just super frustrated, you know, with dating. I was wanting to have some fun. I was wanting to have some good sex. <laughs> and so I see this couple and they looked super sweet, had a great profile. I swiped right and lo and behold, they had swiped on me. So I was like, oh shit. I mean, <laughs> like I didn't really anticipate to even talk to them. Um, I guess I was just kind of like enamored with the fantasy of it because Here's the thing also, in my 20s, I did have a threesome and it was terrible. I had a threesome with a friend and some random guy and it was just awful. <laughs> she was not into it. So for me, that's why I remember mostly. Like it was just real awkward. Um, she wasn't into the group aspect of it. Um, I think she just did it because everyone else wanted to do it. So you know, threesomes 
and group sex have always been something I search for in porn. I always look up that because I just find it so sexy. Just a group of people like touching, mingling together in the sheets, you know, super hot. So that's where my mind was. I was like, man, that would actually be pretty cool. I could read through that threesome. So I was inspired <laughs> to keep talking to them. And, you know, they were like, let's meet for drinks and meet in person. And I did. I was super nervous because I'm thinking, you know, just a one-on-one -on -one date is scary enough. And here I am meeting two people at once. Um, and then it's just such a different kind of setting, but you know, I, I just went in head first. That's what I do, I guess. But, um, yeah, they ended up being super fucking cool. They were so cool. Um, just really good people. They made me feel very comfortable. They weren't pushy. In fact, I was, after that date, I was like ready to go home with them and they didn't even like put that on the table. They were like, let's get together again. Um, so they were just super, super cool. Um, and yeah. And so when I hung out with them the first time and they got to know me, they were like, you know, we really think you would be into going to some of these swinger parties with us. Like you have the interest there, like you, you'd have a lot of fun. And, you know, I was pretty green at that time. I mean, I knew about swingers, but I guess I never considered myself being part of that world. And I was like, uh, okay, why not? You know, I really like them and I was just willing to hang out with them more. And yeah, the rest is history. Once I met uh, the swingers, the swinger group in my local community, it was just game over. It was just so many people, so many experiences, so much fun. Yeah. So I'll get into that, but, um, actually I'll go ahead and tease. I forgot to do this in the intro today's after hours. Well, maybe I did say this. So sorry if it's again, but anyways, my after hours episode is going to be where I give some personal firsthand account, real stories of threesomes I've been part of, group sex. It's going to be super hot. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be super hot for me to remember them. But, um, yeah, so, you know, you may be thinking, okay, even if you're a man, you're like, why would a single woman do this? Or you might be a woman and be like, why would I do this? Well, if you have interest in group sex, please consider it. Um, I find it personally just super freeing. Um, I have to say I checked off so many sexual bucket list items being part of the swingers community. Um, it just, yeah, it's just super freeing. It, it's, when I am at sex clubs or sex parties, I have this feeling like, you know, it's this energy at these places where it's so intoxicating for me um, because people are just, you know, shedding who they are, you know, on a regular day basis, you know, whether they're parents, you know, their jobs, they're shedding all that bullshit off and shedding their clothes off. 
and just doing what feels good. I mean, it, and it's also very freeing to be part of that as well. Um, another piece of that puzzle is when you were the third for a couple, you know, a lot of times you may be their first. Um, I've been a first for many couples and it's, it's so special because I think, you know, I'm doing this threesome with them and it's something that they will talk about for the rest of their lives. It's something that will turn them on when they're having sex months from when it happened or years from when it happened. You know, I'll, I'll be something positive in their relationship. I may even help enhance their relationship because here's the thing. Being the third, it should never be an instance where you're there to fix their relationship. Um, that's just going to be nothing but trouble. And that'll be part of my tips later. But, you know, I, I'm always looking for the couples that, you know, it's just a bonus. It's a bonus. It's not something they particularly need as a band-aid or anything. It's something that they want. Um, so yeah, just being something special like that and something, um, that they'll remember is, ah, uh, that's just amazing to me. Uh, you know, another reason why you should do it, sex, sex, sex. I mean, you will have so much sex. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> That's the reason. I mean, if you love sex and you want to explore more of yourself in sex, fucking do it. And especially if you want to experience group sex, which that was a big motivator for me. I had so much interest in orgies and threesomes. Uh, so yeah, highly suggest it for that. Um, another reason you should do it. There was a lot of traveling that was super fun. You know, there's different swinger resorts. Um, I've never been on one, but there's cruises that swingers go on that are just strictly all swingers. Um, you know, I have been on camping trips with couples going out of town to different clubs, going to hotel parties. Um, and the hotel parties, oh my God, they're amazing. So let me, let me go on a tangent here. So Swinger hotel parties uh, are where some of them reserve a whole floor of a hotel. So the whole floor is reserved for this swinging group. And people are just walking around fucking naked in lingerie, fucking with their door open. I mean, it is wild. It is bananas. It is so much fun. Now, I've been to some where it's a smaller swingers group and they just kind of, you know, reserve three rooms or something beside each other. But, um, but yeah, the travel, it's, it's so much fun. And it also is a great way to become more social, um, and friendships. Like I've made friendships that people I would consider really good friends, people that, you know, if I was ever in trouble and didn't have anyone else to call, I have some of these uh, swinger friends that would do anything for me. I know they would. So that's another reason, especially if you're new 
to an area like I was, it's a great way to meet friends. Um, and it's also great because you take, you know, how I got into it. I was, I was lonely. I was frustrated. I just wanted some fucking companionship. And so that's another thing is sometimes these threesome experiences can be like one night stands and that's cool where some of them are more like you're kind of like a friends with benefits. Some of them even want to quote unquote date you as a couple. So, you know, it kind of feeds into that bucket, if you will, of companionship and dating, if you go that route. And I have to admit swingers, you know, I've met a lot of swinger couples and some of them, majority of them, I would say majority are some of the healthiest relationships I've ever observed, especially the ones that I get to know pretty intimately. They are just so like their relationships are hashtag goals for real. It's like when you open your relationship, I think that maybe there, there's some level of honesty, you know, and there's no filter, um, is what I guess. Um, you know, it, they just, I mean, some of these couples, I'm just like, I, I've, I've been in awe of them just being around them and something like I've inspired to find for myself. And when I say that, I mean, just finding a partner or that kind of love that I've seen in some of these relationships, these married couples, these swinging couples. Um, so yeah, but you know, I've also observed couples that aren't so healthy. I can see that they, you know, whether it's the man urging the woman to do it and she's just going along to appease him or, you know, you just look at them and you interact with them and you can tell, you know, their relationship is doomed. So, you know, they're not all like that, but I'm telling you a lot of the couples that I got to know were just the healthiest relationships I've ever seen. Now, before I get into this next avenue to talk about, I want to say that another aspect of the swinging lifestyle is you'll find that a lot of people are very discreet and anonymous, especially like online. And that's great because that was important to me. Like I didn't want the world to know, Hey, I'm fucking couples, you know, <laughs> like, and a lot of swingers are very good about that. They're trying to hide that part of themselves as well. So there's places to find swingers and I'm sure I'm missing tons of other avenues, but these are the places that I found swingers myself. Um, like I mentioned, it first started on Bumble. I also saw couples on Tinder. They're probably more prevalent on Tinder. Um, there's a website called Swinger Lifestyle and people call it SLS. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's nationwide, but, um, you know, you put in your, the city you live in and it brings up couples in your area and singles in your area in the Swinger Lifestyle. And the great thing about that website is 
you can find advertised like parties and clubs on that website um, and in surrounding areas as well. Uh, another place where you can find couples is actually on FetLife, the website FetLife. Um, I've seen couples on there and also uh, local clubs is a great way. So in major, not major, I don't want to say major, in bigger cities, you can find swinger clubs and they're really fun. They um, have like theme nights and they're held usually every weekend. I, I will say I will notice swingers only do weekends mostly, which is cool because, you know, if you're a working individual, the weekends are when you have open, but, um, but yeah, you can definitely meet a lot of swingers there and a lot of cup or singles there as well. So I'm going to answer the question. What is it like? What is it like to be a third? And a threesome. What is it like to be a third for a swinger couple? So it is super hot for many, many reasons. One of the first reasons you've got two people that have all the attention on you. Um, when you are the third and you're a female, you know, you're interacting with both usually, um, not all the time, you know, but usually scenario that many men wish for two women and him and for women too. I mean, that's, that's a big fantasy for a lot of women. And so you've got these two people that are very comfortable with each other because they've been together for a long time and you're like the fresh meat and they're bad and the attention's all on you. It's incredible. Um, you know, you've got, if it's a really good, healthy kind of environment, you've got two people checking on you, making sure you're okay. You know, um, it's incredible. Um, one thing that sticks out into my mind personally, some of the hottest moments are hearing what the two people, the couple say to each other in the heat of the moment. And when I'm talking, what I mean by that is I can remember like a few times. Okay. So like the husband will be fucking me and she'll be the wife. She'll be, you know, nearby touching, doing whatever. And you know, this one wife in particular just loved to ask him, like, how does she feel? Tell me how she feels. Yes, fuck her harder. Like, she was just very vocal. And my goodness, it was just like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, when me and the wife are interacting, just hearing his instructions to his wife or, oh, my God, sweetie, you look so hot, you know. Even those things, even them just telling each other how hot they look, it's incredible. It's just super hot to me. Um, I also think it's very explorative. Like, you know, you're with two people at once and we all know, like if you've had a lot of sex, you know that people tick differently, right? Like having sex with one person is going to feel completely different with another person. Um, we're just all different. And 
I feel like with my experience, um, you know, being in the swinger lifestyle and having sex with so many people, you kind of learn the way to explore bodies. Like, I don't know, it just feels like <laughs> that song, John Mayer song, Your Body is Wonderland, That's <laughs> that came to my head. Like, it's like every, everyone's body is a wonderland. <laughs> that was so corny. Uh, but it's true. Like, it just feels very explorative. Um, and if you like sex, I mean, hello, <laughs> that's, that's appealing. Um, sometimes like having a threesome with a couple can feel like super intimate. Um, just like super sensual, like you kind of, there's couples like I've, you know, finish our experience together. And I just feel closer to them as a couple, um, because it was just such a amazing time together, you know? Um, it's also like super empowering. I mean, that's what, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm always seeking like new sexual experiences because I love feeling empowered and sex. A lot of times, makes me feel so empowered. And so, you know, I mean, that was the reason I started this podcast is to really own my slutty side. And, and I felt that's what I did a lot was just kind of owning myself and being in these, you know, really vulnerable moments and just enjoying myself. It was just a super fucking empowering to be a single woman, you know, in these, in these group scenarios, just, I almost can't put words to it. It's just empowering, you know? Um, and of course I have to uh, throw that in again. It makes me feel doing threesomes and swinger type activities. It makes me feel slutty, which I love, you know, like, um, God, I'm such a slut for being part of this orgy or I'm such a slut for, you know, fucking two people at once. It's just great. Um, another piece of it is a lot of times you'll be like the first girl on girl experience for a wife. And oh my God, <laughs> my God, it's so hot. Um, and yeah, it's just so hot because usually when women feel that way, this is just my opinion. When they when they want to go that extra step towards um, past curiosity, they're going to be into it. So, yeah, just like being the first pussy they put their mouth on or being the first woman they kissed. I mean, <laughs> super fucking sexy. Come on now. I'm, it's great. And for me personally, so I don't know all the terms. I'm, I'm very bad with all the like new terms we have for sexuality, but it's easier to call myself bisexual, which I think is the right term, right? I'll have sex with a man or a woman. However, I don't want to date a woman. I think it's hetero romantic. Um, I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't ever have that feeling to want to date a woman, like be emotionally intimate, but I just want to 
you know, touch their soft bodies and kiss them and touch their pussy. <laughs> like that's, that's what I'm interested in. And it's so much better for me when there's a man around. Um, I don't know, especially, I think that's, that's just the swinger experience in me. It's just how hot it is to, you know, feel a husband watching me lick his wife's pussy is just super hot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, I mean, that's what it's like to be in a threesome. Um, I, I really could go on all day about it. I really could because it's so fun. Um, but I won't, uh, I did want to touch on sex clubs and house parties. These were my favorite besides the sex. This was one of my favorite things about being part of the swinger community. I love sex clubs and house parties. Um, you know, you walk in and there's just this energy. There's this energy around, especially at first. So I should also say a lot of swinger events, it's a lot of awkward like socializing at first. Um, and I probably say awkward because I'm, I'm myself introverted. So, you know, socialize, I can obviously do, I can obviously go in a crowd and socialize, but it's going to take a lot of energy out of me. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of like expectancy, you know, like, okay, who's going to be the first to get naked? <laughs> you know, who's going to be the first to start fucking? Um, because usually you show up, to these things like early in the evening, there's, um, appetizers, you know, people are drinking, socializing, whatnot. And, um, yeah. So when it starts to get going though, like the sexy stuff starts happening. Oh my God, that, that energy in these places is so electrifying. You know, it's your senses are on overload because you can hear different people moaning. You can see, you know, all these people having sex. You see naked people, you know, um, the smell, you know, you smell sex when you walk through the place. Uh, it's just, it's incredible, you know, and that energy is just a sexy fucking energy. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, I, freaking love them. And the cool thing as well, there's usually places for different kinks in there. Like, um, I want to say that every sex club I've been to will have a St. Andrew's cross, like the two pieces of wood that make an X, like for kind of BDSM play. Um, there's always, there always seems to be a BDSM corner, which I think is great. Um, that's another thing about swinging is sometimes you'll find crossovers. So like people that are into BDSM and swinging, or there's a lot of swingers that are really turned off by it. Um, so yeah, I find that personally really cool because I'm into BDSM things. And then it's the exhibitionism. So I'll tell this personal story for the, uh, public episode, I didn't realize I was an exhibitionist until I went to a sex club. 
And I love telling this story of how that switch happened in my mind. So I went to, it was my first sex club and you know, I went with a couple and we kind of stayed together and we just had threesomes all over the place. So towards the end of the night, it was just down raunchy, dirty stuff happening. And we were in this room. So like when you go to sex clubs, particularly this place, um, they have different options. Like there's, let me back up. There's always like a big socializing area, usually a dance floor and a DJ's playing. And then you go into the other areas and then there's like, um, out in the open kind of play areas. Like there's beds or couches all over the place. And then they have private rooms where you can shut and lock the door where you can do your own thing. This particular place had these rooms. So you walked in the room and it had this little chain that you put on the doorway. So that communicated that, you know, if you were in that room, it was okay to watch, but no touch. But a lot of times if you're in sex clubs or house parties, unless they have some really clear, specific rules, really, if you're out playing in, in the open, it's kind of assumed that anyone can kind of join in or kind of rub or whatever. Um, although I will say swingers are super respectful, at least in my experience, super respectful in terms of asking permission to touch and join, you know, what have you. But so anyways, we're in one of the rooms where <clears throat> we had the chain across the doorway. Okay. So we're just having all kinds of fun. And I could see in the corner of my eye, people coming up and watching, walking away. But I noticed, you know, there was this one man that stayed for quite a bit. And so I am uh, straddled on top of the husband. I can't remember what the wife was doing at that point, but I'm straddled on him. I'm riding him, having the time of my life, and I look over, right? So when people were watching, I was like not, I was careful not to make eye contact. But on this particular moment, I decided to make eye contact. And I look at this guy, and he's like this old, creepy looking dude. Like to me, he could have looked like a hobo. Like he's just super old. Um, someone I would not want to fuck. <laughs> and he's just standing there in the doorway, jerking off furiously. And then my mind, I reflected and I thought, holy fuck, I am turned on by this. I am turned on by this gross man jerking off watching me. And it just made me fuck that husband harder. I got into it, boy. And that's when I realized, you know what, Miss Beatrix, you are an exhibitionist <laughs> and you didn't even know. So I kind of, you know, leaned into that more after that, after that time. But yeah. Um, so if you love to be watched, sex clubs are where it is at. <laughs> um, and let me back up too, because I want to say the, uh, I would imagine that this applies everywhere, but sex clubs are very, uh, particular, they have 
not closed door, but you have to go through some hoops to get in the club. Like you can't just show up there and be like, Hey, I'm here for the party. Usually, at least in my experience, you know, you, you apply, um, you, some places you have to have like references of, of members of the club, you know, it's, it's for the safety of the place. So I, I, I wanted to bring that up too, but, um, but yeah, so you got the exhibitionism and then, you know, the voyeurs out there. It's, that's another thing I love. I, I would say I'm more exhibitionist than voyeur, but I do still love to watch. Um, yeah, if you love to watch sex clubs are where it is at. Just watching people fuck is so hot. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, this, I think this surprises a lot of people. But I say this with 100% certainty. Every sex club, every house party I've been to, it is one of the most safest environments I've felt. Like if I were to go to a house party of just random people I didn't really know, and it's just like a vanilla house party, I feel more safe at the sex club than at that vanilla house party where I don't know anyone. Um, people are just super, swingers are super respectful. Like I said, I, I can't tell you how many men, you know, you're, if I'm wearing like sexy revealing lingerie that ask, Hey, can, do you mind if I touch, you know, and it's always like super cool to be asked that and not just assume that I can grab your ass. Um, it's great. So I'm going to get into the tips portion and I'll start with saying this. If you are a single woman and the swingers lifestyle, you will be a hot commodity because, you know, a lot of couples are happy to bring another woman into their sex life where some couples aren't as open to having other men enter. So as a woman, I'm you have the pick of the litter. Um, you know, you're going to be very, very popular. And another thing this always used to make me laugh. A lot of people say that, uh, unicorns, some unicorns can be batshit crazy. Um, I don't know why <laughs> I wasn't crazy. Um, but yeah, so, you know, they're looking at you with their eyes wide open, making sure you're not crazy, but yeah, just know that you are going to be like a very valuable member of the swingers community, <laughs> or even if you're not even doing the, the social public things, know that when you are approached by couples that, you know, you kind of hold a lot of the power as the third. So let me get into the tips. My number one thing that I looked for was I was observing if the couple had a stable relationship because you don't want to go be a third with a couple that's having, you know, serious relationship issues because then you're going to be dragged into it or 
you know, maybe the man looks at you funny and the woman freaks out on you. It should like it could go so many bad ways. So that's the first super important tip I give is really observe and use your common sense. Just look, you know, observe how they talk to each other, how they act, um, you know, their reasonings for inviting a third into the bedroom. Um, just making sure that they're stable. If you're meeting couples online, do not go to their house. Like first, that's the first place you go. Treat it like you would a regular date. Like go have drinks, go for dinner, go for coffee, whatever it is. Have that first public meeting where sex is, I mean, it may be on the table after you meet if it goes well, but you know, it's not the first thing that you guys are going in for because that, that's, you know, just a bad, that could go in many, many bad ways. So, um, communication, it's, I always found, found it very valuable to have communication, whether it be we're texting or I met them out in a, you know, like at a party. Um, but just asking them like, Hey, what do you do? What are your hobbies? How long have you guys been married? What brought you into the swingers lifestyle? Like, why do you do this? You know, um, just those general get to know you questions. That's good for everyone. Um, it's part of that being able to observe what they say and do, um, it's good for you, for them to get to know you as well. Um, but yeah, just, I highly suggest that communication piece of it up front, just like you would if you were dating a single male. Safe sex is another tip. And usually, um, swingers are very good at this. Like at sex clubs and house parties, there's bowl of condoms everywhere. Um, you know, it's just common sense. You've got all these adults having sex with lots of different people. Be safe. You know, don't, don't give yourself diseased genitals. That's never good. <laughs> um, pay attention to how the couple talks to you. Like, are they talking to you like with respect, you know, like a, like a human being, if they're talking to you like a piece of meat, um, yeah, stop talking to them because even though, you know, you're talking because you might be having sex with them, it still doesn't make you a piece of meat. Um, so yeah, just pay attention to how they're talking to you. If they're getting to know you, if they're, um, respecting boundaries, being respectful and asking what your limits are, you know, stuff like that. This, <laughs> this tip comes from, um, you know, learn from my mistakes. Don't do what I did. <laughs> Don't get too addicted. It's going to be, uh, super addicting. Uh, maybe, probably. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just thinking about, you know, my first few months doing it. I 
got addicted. Like I was so high off of this. Like I was just wanting to go, go, go. I mean, my whole weekends were filled with meeting couples, fucking couples. You know, it was just like, just all at once. I just wanted more, 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 more. You will burn yourself out. You will. So don't get too addicted. Um, just slow down. Enjoy in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, next tip, concern yourself with aftercare. So this is also, please learn from my mistake because there were a couple times where I had to walk away from being a unicorn because there's going to be nights where you go home, you know, you had this amazing night, this amazing, steamy, sexual night with this couple. And then you go home, you're driving home alone. You curl up in your bed alone. And yeah, there was a couple times where that happened and I got really depressed. Like in my mind, I was thinking, um, you know, God, where, where's my cuddles? Where's my, you know? Um, so I kind of started learning how to give myself aftercare because, you know, I was a single woman. So I would, you know, get home, um, maybe put on a movie, uh, have a bubble bath, hot tea, whatever it is that makes you feel good because there, there might be times where it just, you had such a sexual high energy experience and then, you know, like with other people and then you find yourself alone and that can be like super, super isolating, um, and kind of ties into the don't get too addicted because that's what was happening. I was, I was like, go, 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 go. And I just found myself completely empty at the end of the night and I didn't know what to do with that. So yeah, give yourself aftercare or even, uh, you know, allow yourself to stay with the couple a little bit longer just to hang out if they're into it. Um, like for me, like I said, I was introverted. So after I've expended so much social and sexual energy, I need to recharge. So, you know, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go home. Um, you know, and because I, I don't want to say couples don't want to cup, uh, don't want to cuddle. A lot of them do. A lot of them want to cuddle with you. Um, but for me, I would cuddle just for a minute and then I'd, then I'd leave for my own comfort, you know, but, um, but yeah. So my next tip is to focus on one or two couples at a time. Because again, like I started, you're going to be very, very, very popular as a single woman and it is going to get overwhelming. I mean, there's going to be lots of couples asking you for your time, asking you if you want to get to know them and you're going to want to be like, yes, 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 yes. But really just focus on one or two at a time and be selective because listen, there are plenty of couples to choose from. So if you find a couple that's just, eh, um, you know, just find a way to politely, um, step away from them and find another couple. Um, some couples I will say 
and this was just a personal thing. You might be into this, but for me, I was not looking for the relationship aspect. I didn't want to date them. I just wanted to, I didn't just want one night stands either. I wanted friends with benefits. I wanted couples I could see more than once, um, but they didn't expect me to do anything else. Like I remember um, a couple of the couples I would meet would be like, okay, you know, we get to know each other. And then they'd reveal that, you know, if, if I was their unicorn, then they expected me to be exclusive to them. Okay. Which is cool. Like I get it, but that's not where I was personally. You may be cool with that. I mean, there's, there's people that date, you know, as threesomes for, for years. And that's a beautiful thing, but that just wasn't for me. Um, you know, so if you're like me, do the focus on one or two at a time. Um, but yeah, don't, don't make your plate too full is, is my biggest tip. Um, you know, this is a tip for, even if you're not doing the swinger thing, if you're just going out, you should always let someone know where you will be. You know, like if you're going to go meet a couple that you met already and it's your first date at their house, let someone know, you know, hey, here's their address, here's their name, just in case something happens, someone's able to, you know, notify police about this information. Like if you go missing or something, which I hope that never happens, but you know, just be safe. Um, I think I already mentioned this, but meet in public first. If you meet a couple online, meet for coffee, meet for drinks, whatever it is. Um, just be safe. Use common sense. Um, this is a big tip. So, you know, it's be respectful that this is a couple, right? Like most of the time, this is a married couple. They have a family, you know, be respectful of that. Give them the respect that you are a bonus to their lives. You're not a part of their lives, unless, you know, like I said, they want to start dating you. But what I mean by that is being respectful that they are in a committed relationship and they don't technically like need you, um, you know, so share the attention it, because I'll admit there were some couples I met where, I was really into the guy. I was into the wife. She was okay. But I was very much into the guy and vice versa. I've been super into the wife, but the husband was like, eh. Um, so it's important to share the attention. Don't like share your favoritism. Um, because that's not cool. I mean, that's not being respectful to them. Um, you know, so give them both attention, spoil them both in the ways that you can. And that's another tip is if you are totally disgusted by one of the people in the couple, just walk away, you know, um, 
it may be off balance, like I just said, where you're like super into her, but just a little bit into them. Like, I feel like that's okay, you know, but if, if there's one that you're like, ugh, but you're willing to like, you know, take it for the team, if you will, don't do that. Don't take it for the team. Um, if you're not into one of them at all, just walk away. <clears throat> um, find out the couple's limits and be clear with yours. Usually swinger couples are very good at this. They're very clear on, you know, what they're willing to do and what they're not willing to do. Don't go outside those limits because there's some, you know, that are very particular, like, you know, we don't like to kiss, uh, but this is on the table. Don't kiss. I mean, you're going to offend them. You are a guest <laughs> in their sex. So be respectful. And on the same hand, they should be respectful of yours. So be very clear with what you're willing to do and not do with them in that setting. If you're not comfortable in a, in a situation, you know, like if you, if you start getting into the threesome part, the sex part, and you're not comfortable, just stop and communicate. If, if you have spent your time getting to know them, setting limits, you know, building that respect, they will be more than happy to communicate with you. Um, you've got a man and a woman there that are usually have your best interests and are just so thankful that you're even willing to consider doing this with them. So just communicate like I'm not comfortable with this. Well, that is going to wrap up my episode of being a unicorn and the swingers lifestyle. And thank you so much for listening to episode 11. I hope you're enjoying the slut next door. If you are, I want to invite you to my Discord server where you can ask listener questions, get to know me and others, and enjoy our fun porn channels chock full of fetishes and kinks. You can find the Discord server at discord.gg slash slutnextdoor, or you can follow me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. And please consider supporting the slut next door and enjoying my after hours episode. Like for example, today I'm going to get into fine detail about some swinger uh, experiences that I had. So talk to you soon. Bye-bye.